Good evening. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 Team Radio. I'm your host, Adam Wright, along with co-hosts Justin Tucker and CJ Medeiros. So we are on our on to our last episode right before Thanksgiving. We'll get you some content for that. But in the meantime, we do have an episode and we do have a lot planned for you guys tonight, mainly AFC leading, where we have the AFC East leading Patriots. Uh, the wide open AFC playoff race. We have the game of the week and the fa- fan box segment as always. But first, let's talk about the Titans who just lost in embarrassing fashion. So the Tennessee Titans lost to the Texans, twenty-two to thirteen. And so the Texan, so the Titans have won six games in a row prior to this. But don't let that fool you. We have lo- they've lost Derrick Henry for the regular season, who was an MVP candidate. We have J- Julio Jones, who was their offseason acquisition, a wide receiver who is who just went to IR, and AJ Brown is all banged up. So they are in first, and they do have the first seed in the AFC. But do you guys see any hope that they hang in there and on the at the top of the AFC here? I'm not sure they're going to hang on to the first seed in the AFC, but I do think they might be a wild card team. After the way the Colts have become resurgent and dominating the way they are dominating at this point in time, I don't think they'll be, let's just say like the fourth seed. I don't think the Titans will be the fourth seed if the Colts continue the way they are. And if everybody on the Titans IR continues to stay like that and can't get healthy, I do see this team dropping a few of their games to get out of the first seed. So I don't think they'll stay atop of the AFC, but I do think they'll be able to somehow, some way, make it into the wild card part. But they need to get healthy immediately, if not sooner, because if they don't, they will get bounced out in the first round. And it could be by anybody, the Patriots, us, the Bills. So that's what I think. Yeah, good thought. So I have here the remainder of the Titans schedule. And I wouldn't call it too, too hard, but it's not going to be easy. So right off the bat, they're playing the five-game win streak Patriots. Then they have the Jags, which is kind of a slow pitch. Then you have the Steelers, who are the epitome of hot and cold. Then you have the Niners, who, you know, who are also very hot and cold. You have Miami, who I just don't know what to think of them anymore. And then you have the Texans, which doesn't sound terrible, but they did kind of just get thumped by them. So, honestly, I feel like they could definitely lose three to four games in that stretch, but I could definitely see them winning, like, four or five. So, honestly, I just don't have to think of his Titans team. But make no mistake, Ryan Tannehill has not looked like himself without King Henry. Dare I say King Henry is kind of the focal point of that offense? Yeah, shocking, I know. But without Julio, they just have to sign old man Golden Tate and a banged-up A.J. Brown. It's not looking very good. And do I think that they'll hang on to the one seed? Honestly, unless some rando steps up, no. No, I don't think that. And I can envision, like I said, I can envision them losing to New England. I can see them losing to Pittsburgh. I can see them losing to the Niners. Heck, I I can see them losing to the Texans again because, you know, those divisional games always play close. So, so long story short, no, I I do not expect them to hang on to the one seed. I, I would be shocked if they did. 
And even if they did, they're going to be without Derrick Henry. So I don't know how long they can keep this up. Just my thoughts. So the simple answer is they're never, they're not going to hang on at the top of the AFC. Can they get maybe the three or four seed? That's possible considering they have the Dolphins and Texans. Well, they already just lost to the Texans. So, and the Jaguars with the, with the state of their offense, no game really anymore is a, is a slam dunk for them as talented as they were going into this year. If they were healthy, then I would say most of these games they would win, but they just don't have anybody healthy anymore. Uh, Julio Jones, even when he was healthy, wasn't himself. AJ Brown, uh, sorry, AJ, yes, AJ Brown is banged up now, who's been main, probably their only uh, bright spot when he was healthy. And not to mention, they're, they're lo- they lost Derrick Henry for the, se- for the regular season at the very least. They're just not going to. I just don't see it. They're not. They're just not going to keep it up. And honestly, the Colts are probably going to pass them for the division lead. The problem with the Colts is they already have five losses. I'm not sure I can see uh, Tennessee losing enough for them to get it. They would have to win the tiebreaker. I can see them doing it. They started off. Like, <clears throat> let me. I, I've mentioned this so many times so far this season maybe maybe much more off camera but the indianapolis colts they started off the season unhealthy and they were they had a new quarterback leading the show they had they took some time to gel they started one and four since Mm -hmm. then five and one and the only game they lost was a very was a near loss they they probably they probably would have won they probably could have won that game against the Titans. Yeah. So besides that, the Colts are red hot, and I don't see them losing many games down the stretch. And they should have beat Baltimore until Lamar Jackson said, not today. Yeah, they're a good team. It's just a matter of will their, like, first five games be the reason they'd be held back to the wild card spot instead of hosting a playoff game, which is the only thing I'm concerned about. Depending on how they do against the Steelers, and uh, the Patriots and a couple of other teams, then maybe I could see Tennessee holding on to like a three or four spot. But I need to see them against the Patriots first because the Patriots are playing pretty good right now, and they are the three seed. Well, Patriots are the Patriots are red hot. And is that, you have you had a thought, CJ? Yeah, I do. So I have here the remainder of Indy's schedule, and this is not easy. So next they have to play Tampa, then Houston, which, you know, for Indy, they play like a smart defensive-led ground game kind of football, which, you know, shouldn't be too bad for the Texans. And then, like like you said, they play the Red Hot Patriots, then they play the Cardinals, then they play the Raiders, who can do, you know, who can drop 30 at any given moment. You know, I mean, that's just how they've been this season. And then they play the Jags. So out of their remaining six games, there are four very losable games for them. And I don't and look, like I said, the Colts are six and five. But well, I think it's kind of like what Justin said. Are their first five games gonna be the reason why they don't go to the playoffs, or if they do, or why they're just the wild card? Do you think the Titans can miss the playoffs? 
It's very possible, but they've already won eight games. They would need like an epic collapse. And like I said, they do have some interesting matchups. Like I said, with like Miami, the Texans again, and the Jags. So, I mean, I know the divisional games usually play close, but I feel like they've got themselves off of a cushion to the point where they shouldn't miss the playoffs, but I could be wrong. I don't see them missing it. They have eight wins at this point. I don't think they'll lose the remaining of their games to go eight and nine. That just, no, I think they're too low coached to go. Like, I think at worst, they'll be either nine and eight or like 10 and seven. Like they're getting 10 wins. This Titans team does need to start turning, turning things around with the New England Patriots who are red hot. And to be honest, not a chance. But that will that will uh, uh, that will segue into our next segment, which is about your AFC East leading Patriots. We're going to talk oh. about them next. Coming up, you're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power Eighty Eight Dean Radio. I'm Adam Wright with Justin Tucker and CJ Medeiros. We just talked about the Titans, and now we're going to face their ne- talk about their next opponent, which is the New England Patriots. And because the Buffalo Bills lost in an absolute massacre to the rising Indianapolis Colts, who are now, what is it, 6-5 and five now? And they now have coming up the Tennessee Titans, and after that, they'll have they'll be playing at Buffalo. Then they have a bye. Then they have Indianapolis. Then against Buffalo again, against the Jaguars and at Miami. So where do you see the Patriots ending up in the hierarchy, if you will, which is the AFC? CJ, you could take this one. Oh, I thank you. This is definitely the cop out answer. I, I just I don't know. They've got a very tough remaining schedule, and I feel like this is going to be telling, like, if they, I mean, I, well, I'm not going to say if they make the playoffs, but this is going to be, like, a very telling time to see what they're made of. Now, despite the fact, you know, these are hard games, they're not, no game I would, there's no game there, even at Buffalo and at Indy, that I would call unwinnable. They're not favorable, but they're they're within reach if you know what i mean the only game that i would expect them that i would probably place money on them winning is jacksonville in new england mm-hmm. but i wouldn't even i would even say that miami in miami you know would probably give them a hard time because you know they never play well in miami it's just a mental thing they got <laughs> but the titans are beatable without derrick henry and julio the bills have no pass rusher ground game then the Colts, their offense is Jonathan Taylor. If you can even maybe slightly slow down Jonathan Taylor, I know that's a tall order, but if you can, you can probably stifle the Colts. So I, the games against Buffalo, I think are going to be obviously the deciding factors for what they do, you know, or how far New England goes. But I would say even if you win one game against Buffalo, if you split the series, you should. You should be fine. And I expect New England to make the playoffs. I don't know where they're finished, but I would say that they, yeah, they're probably going to the playoffs. 
there's no doubt that they're making the playoffs. The problem is it's the Patriots. So I don't know where to put them right now. I honestly, I could see them as the first seed because of how wacky the AFC is this year. But I could also see them in the fourth seed because of their remaining schedule. The, the Colts is a tough one to take right now because they're so hot and Jonathan Taylor looks unstoppable at this moment in time. So that's might be a little bit of a problem. But outside of that, I think they can win some games and be a threat for the first seed in the AFC. I think they'll finish with a top three record because I believe the South will, the AFC South will finish in fourth. And so they will have a home playoff game and depending on how everybody else does, because it is kind of any given Sunday with the AFC right now, they could have another playoff game. So I, they'll probably finish within the divisional round or, and I'm being, I can't believe I'm saying this, they could make it to the AFC championship game. They could, but then they, they would get bounced out by the Ravens, but they could make it to the AFC championship game. That's the ceiling I see for them. So I'm going to break down this upcoming schedule very simply for you guys. So these next four games that they have are against is it's probably going to be the toughest stretch that they face all season. So what they have is Tennessee, Buffalo, Indianapolis, and then Buffalo again. So what they need to do is they need to be to win one of the games between Tennessee and Indianapolis, at least one of those games. And then they need to beat Buffalo. They need to beat Buffalo in at least one of those two games. Go at least two and two. And then and then you beat Jacksonville and you beat Miami. I'm sorry, even if it's in Miami, I still don't. That team is just not not good right now. And stop they're it. just stop it. I already learned my lesson. I already learned my lesson. Don't do that. I don't see it. I'm sorry. I don't see it. I'll, you say I'll admit that I'm wrong when it happens. But okay. here's what we have. Tennessee, I'm sorry. Maybe un- unpopular opinion. I think that game is a slam dunk right now, especially with the with the um, with the state of that offense. No Derrick Henry, no Julio Jones, and possibly no A.J. Brown. And even if he, even if he does play, he's going to be banged up. And – it just turns without any weapons that a, Ryan Tannehill has. It basically turns him into the Ryan Tannehill of old back in Miami, and Bill Belichick knows that old Ryan Tannehill all too well. Still it's going him. to be it's going to be at home, yeah, at, in Miami, <laughs> and those were some not bad teams. He actually had some targets. Now he doesn't. So it's just ten. It's just plain old Tennessee. So I really think they're going to win that game, and I think they should be able to win at least one of the games against Buffalo. I'm not going to put money on it. However, I don't think they're beating Indianapolis. That team is stacked, honestly, and they're red hot right now. They're not going to beat them. However, I do see an 11-6 and record and a 2-3 and uh, two or three seed finish in the AFC. That makes sense. Not going to above the Ravens, but... Where, who, who do you think so who do you think is better than them than the Ravens than the Patriots well the Ravens won um, I want to say the Bills but they haven't proven anything this year like I thought this year the Bills would be more assertive more dominant with their wins no they lost to the they lost to 
Tennessee, and then they lost the Jacksonville Jaguars, which was abysmal. Now they just lost the Colts. I mean, it should be the Bills, but they're not better than the Patriots who are playing better than the Bills. That's just the way it is. I believe if the Patriots face the Bills right now, the Patriots will win because I'm not sure what to make of Josh Allen right now. He was supposed to be an MVP candidate, but he's playing like a bum. Um, the Colts, that is outside the Ravens. Maybe the Colts right now could beat the Patriots. All right. Well, we will get we will get into the re- the rest of the AFC later on uh, in the show. But first, we coming up, we have the we have our game of the week, which is basically Sunday's Sunday's best. Uh, from the, the Sunday slate of games. So we'll get to that. Up next, you're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. This is the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 Dean Radio. I'm Adam Wright with Justin Tucker and CJ Medeiros. We've been talking a lot of AFC today. And we have more AFC with our game of the week. So week 11 Sunday's best is the Chargers versus the Steelers on some Sunday night football action, and this was a good one. So in this game, it was generally close at first. Chargers still had control, basically. But the Chargers eventually really pulled away later on in the game. And yeah. as late in the, as the as early on in the fourth quarter, L.A. had a 27-10 lead. From there, with the help of a blocked punt and an interception for the Steelers, they managed to outscore the Chargers 27-7. to to eventually take take a 37 to 34 lead with three with three and a half minutes left, mm-hmm. and then the Chargers uh, answered basically immediately when Justin Herbert connected with Mike Williams with a 53 yard touchdown pass to uh, yeah to Mike Williams, and they took the lead right back. The Chargers ultimately would win the game 43 sorry 41 37. Um, so guys, thoughts on this game? Well, 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 uh, oh man, I feel, I just feel so bad for the Steelers. (laughs) So far back in the division, uh, not, not much helping, not much going for them. They're on a two game losing streak, just lost to Detroit. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. They tied with Detroit. That's even worse. And then they just lost to the Chargers. You hate, you you just hate to see it from a good football team like that. <laughs> oh man, uh, Justin Herbert was playing like a stud. I'm pissed that I didn't start him in fantasy because I thought Ryan Tannehill would do something against the Texans. I was wrong. I thought the Steelers' defense was actually going to be more healthy than it was on Sunday night. I was wrong. Justin uh, Justin Herbert had a field day against the Steelers, and I lost out in fantasy because of that. So bad, bad on me, but still. I'm happy as a Ravens fan because we just took another huge step in the right direction with our division because we won. Cincinnati's right behind us. But other than that, the Steelers lost, and that's always a good thing to hear about. You know what my takeaway from this game is? What is it? I don't care that the Steelers technically have a record above 500. They're 5-4-1. They suck. (laughs) <laughs> the Steelers suck. Ben Roethlisberger is rickety and old. His arm is shot, and I would put money on him retiring at the end of this season. The only bright spot 
spots on this offense are Pat Fryer moved when he decides to show up and the rook and another rookie, Najee Harris. Their defense is very hit and miss. TJ Watt is hampered with injuries. Uh, their defensive backfield isn't what it was. It's just, I just, I don't know what to think of the Steelers. I just, I, they should be better than their record, I guess. But it's just, it's not going to happen. I don't even see them making the playoffs. Strictly because Big Ben, like I said, is rickety and old. Like, he's not going to lead you anywhere. And you're working poor Najee Harris to death. And Juju's done for the year. And you, I mean, who are your options? Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool? I mean, they sound nice, but they're not going to win you a Super Bowl. Now, you know, if they'd win you a playoff game, it's just if by some miracle the Steelers sneak into the playoffs, I expect them to be one and done. It's just I have no expectations for the Steelers. I really don't. But the Chargers, on the other hand, at six and four, this Justin Herbert man can play. That's all there is to it. I just I love his game. The Chargers offense is deadly. And when they when they go to the playoffs, I feel like they could surprise some people. Maybe they could get hot and go on a run. Just another reason why the AFC is up for grabs, unless you're Pittsburgh. <laughs> what this game really showed was that uh, LA really does have a lot of talent, and it really just shows their potential on what they can do. With Justin Herbert having 472 total yards, and Austin Eckler getting, it was, what was it, 116 total yards with four touchdowns. And then next, and then on the other hand, in the receiving game, Keenan Allen has 112 yards. Mike Williams had, had 97 yards, including that 53-yard touchdown to take the lead. I mean, they have talent all over the field. And they're only six and four, three and three at home. It just shows, it just shows that, this team has so much potential, but they've been overachieving, sorry, underachieving this season. And really, they've been struggling as of late because I believe they had a four and one start to the season. It looked like they were going to be the, the, the team to beat in the AFC, and then they just have fallen apart. So I really don't know what to think of them. A lot of potential, basically underachieving. As for the Steelers, I didn't have any, any expectations going into this year. But I've, I've got to say, I'm pretty impressed that this team has been able to remain in the hunt technically uh, so far this season. Being 5-4-1, and one, nearly won this game and would have been 6-3-1. and one. Think about it that way. If the Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Steelers at 6-3-1, and one, and honestly, I think you don't give them enough credit in the receiving game with three different receivers who can all – who can all – on any given Sunday, give you 100 yards. Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster. Eric yeah. Ebron's a solid... Eric Ebron is a solid tight end. They have oh. this rookie, Najee, Najee Harris. But they're just... I just think they're, they're... The rest of their offense is carrying old Ben Roethlisberger, and they definitely need to... They definitely need to move on from him. I mean, it's just plain and simple. But... This was a this was a cl- this was a classic AFC East sorry AFC showdown, and I couldn't have been more impressed with the 
with the uh, outcome. Yeah, uh, I'm happy with the outcome. Uh, as the only thing I'm gonna say about the Steelers is Big Ben needs to retire sooner rather than later. They need to get an old lineman. I don't care if it's in the first or second round, but they need to draft a quarterback and an offensive lineman to protect Najee Harris and the quarterback because they need to get more movement on the run game. No more TikToks for Juju or Chase. But stop it. Um, and that defense needs to – I don't know how they're going to keep it together. That defense needs to stay healthy because if they do, they will be solid for years to come. So up next, we're going to talk a little bit about the AFC – Basically, the basic landscape of it, because we've talked about it a lot in the early going of this show in the first half. So we'll go over it a little bit more. Uh, so we'll have that next. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Fumble Ruski podcast. This is the Fumble Ruski podcast by Power 88 Dean Radio. I'm Adam Wright, Justin Tucker, and CJ Medeiros. This is a heavy AFC episode this week. And. So I've just figured we'd talk about a little bit of it, the playoff picture as a whole. So right now, I'll give you sort of the standings. It's Tennessee with the one seed, as we discussed earlier. They're eight and three, followed by Baltimore at seven and three with the two seed. The three seed is New England at seven and four, who have been who have climbed a, a ton in the past couple of weeks. So is Kansas City, who has managed to, after a three and four start, win a few games, and they are seven and four at the four seed. Cincinnati is in the five seed with at six and four. The Chargers at the six seed at six and four as well. The Steelers, sorry, the Bills with the with the last playoff spot at the seven seed. Mm-hmm. They are six and four as well. And in the hunt is Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, and Cleveland. Pittsburgh is five, four, and one. Indianapolis is, is six and five, and Cleveland six and five. Those three are in, are currently in the hunt and are actually very much in it. But um, so, guys, how do we see the AFC shaping up over the final stretch of the season? <sighs> Stay with me now. Uh, the Ravens will be the one seed as usual. Uh, the Patriots will be the two seed, I believe. The West, it's either going to be the Chargers or the Chiefs. I'm not completely sold on the Chiefs right now. That's why I'm saying the Chargers could be in play. That's where I see it. And the fourth seed, I truly believe it will be the Colts. I'm just a little iffy about their schedule and whether or not Tennessee can hold on. Um. The wild card scene, it can switch out the Chargers and the Chiefs and switch out the Titans and the Colts. And one more, who would be the last? It might be the Bills that I'm think I'm forgetting about right now. Outside, of, that's the way I see it shaping up. I think the Bills are going to be the fifth. And the other two of the conference teams are going to be of the divisional teams are going to be six and seven, either the Chiefs and Chargers or the Titans and Colts. That's how I see it shaping up. Well, then, I'm not going to get into seeding, but I'm going to tell you who's going to win each division. Okay, kids, are we ready for some bold predictions? Because they're probably going to be wrong. The AFC North, I'm going with the Browns. No, I'm just kidding, Justin. I'm going with the Ravens. Uh I'm just trying to get a rise out of you, buddy. 
AFC East. Now, this is an interesting one. Maybe just because I'm biased. I'm going to New England by a little, strictly because Josh Allen and the Bills have not impressed me whatsoever. Uh, the AFC West, I think that the Chiefs barely eke out you know, their ticket to the playoffs. I feel like the Chargers are never going to be close. But, you know, Chiefs can just throw some random BS on the field in the form of trick plays and just win. And for the AFC South, uh, I'm going with the Titans, uh, not the Titans, the Colts strictly, you know, because, you know, Jonathan Taylor and that offense, and the Titans don't have Derrick Henry. So now we have three wild card spots, which I think will go to the Buffalo Bills, the L.A. Chargers, and I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. I just, I don't see the Steelers making it in. I, I don't think the Bengals can keep it up either. The Titans, now they're one you can make a convincing argument for. After all, they do have eight wins, but I'm going to backtrack here and say that well, it's kind of a stretch to see them missing the playoffs. I genuinely, I don't count it out. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Especially, like I said, it's not like they, I wouldn't call their final schedule a cakewalk because there's a bunch of trap games there. But after you lose to the Texans, I really don't have that much confidence. So I'm going to rescind any previous compliments that I said about the Titans, which I'm pretty sure I might not have. And I'm going with, like I said, I think the Colts are going to win that division. So just to reiterate, I, I'm not sure about seeding, but the Ravens, Patriots, Chiefs, and Colts are all going to win their divisions. And the playoffs will be the Chargers, the Browns, and the Bills. So for me, the only team out of the top, out of the top half of this playoff picture that I see really dropping is Tennessee. I think in I think in in these next few weeks they're going to absolutely dip and it's going to be ugly. As starting this week when they lose, I mean it already started when they lost to the Texans. They're not beating New England. I'm sorry, they're Same not beating New England. Cocky. I just don't think they're. they're Adam, not, don't they're jinx not it. Beating New, all right, I'll knock on I'll knock on wood here. Okay, I feel I safe now. I. Here I'll I'll say it in a non-jinxing way. I find the Tennessee Titans to have a very tough time with beating New England. There you go. How's that? There. This uh, this pleases me. That's that's the best way I could do without saying it's going to happen. But anyways, Kansas City, I think they're they're starting to hit their stride after a, an early season slump. I told you that Super Bowl hangover is real. Especially losing the Super Bowl. Winning it, that doesn't give you much of a hangover. Usually the team is right back in it after. But when you lose it, oh boy, is that devastating. But there, I think if anybody's going to – if there's anybody who's going to overcome that, it's Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. They have a good team around them, and I don't, I don't see them being as mediocre as they have been early on in the season. Um, outside of that – the bottom half is a is a huge toss up. I mean, you can see any one of these teams making it, and you can see any one of these teams missing. Cincinnati, I don't think they're going to be the five seed, but they could certainly they could certainly make it. They have Jamar Chase, who has been awesome so far, and don't forget the other two receivers who are behind them in Tyler Boyd and T Higgins. 
And they also have, what is his name? CJ Uzoma. Uzoma. He, yeah, he's he a Zomba tight end. Yeah, he's a great tight end for them. Maybe not great, but he's a very good tight end mm-hmm. for them. And don't forget Joe Mixon. Joe Burrow looks like he's looks like he's the real deal. They may not make the playoffs, but I mean, I, I could see them making it. The Chargers will be. I think they'll be in it. The Bills will be in it. Pittsburgh, Indianapolis will be in it. It's and I don't know about Cleveland at this point, man. I don't think Cleveland's making it. Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh and Cleveland are the only ones where I'm like, ah, man, I don't know. So I think the best the I think the teams where they have the least chance of making the playoffs are Cincinnati, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Everyone else I think they sh- I think they have a very good chance of making it. It has been a very it has been a very complex to say the least, very complicated uh AFC landscape if you will. But anyways, we are going to move on to the Fumble Rooski fan box coming up next. That is our last segment. So don't go anywhere. We want to hear from you guys about the AFC. Stay tuned. This is the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 Dean Radio. Adam Wright, Justin Tucker, Christian. Sorry, CJ Medeiros. I don't know how I got Christian. I think I was reading it off the bottom of your screen there. I heard I saw Chris. Yeah, Christopher, not Chris. Uh, but anyways, we just we are reaching the end of our show, which means we are onto our Fumble Rooski fan box so that we get to hear from you guys. So we will post a question box every Monday, and you can respond with hot takes, questions, and more. And we will discuss it and give you a shout-out on our podcast. Respond to next week's fan box question to be featured on our show. Now, So the question of the week was, who is the best team in the AFC? So we've been able to go go over the AFC for basically the entire show, uh, fan, uh, game of the week included. So, first off, Patrick Williver, who has been who has responded to just about every fan box question we've asked this week, or since it began, and he said must be the Chiefs because the Cowboys are the best in the NFC. So for those of you, get off it. That's cap. So for those of you who have been listening to our shows ever since the fan box began, this kid has been answering our questions every week. And if you ca- haven't caught on yet, he is a he is a diehard Cowboys fan. And it makes sense that he made it about an Ooh, NFC yeah. team and his Cowboys. But anyways, I mean, the, Chief, the Chiefs are a prime candidate to be up there in the number one seed. I really they do. They are there right now. I think they are. They could get there. I honestly think they're on paper they're the best team in the AFC. Um, Grace, Grayson Mortimer said, st- despite the bad loss, it's still Tennessee. No, I gotta disagree there. Uh, yeah, no. I can't backtrack on. I can't backtrack on me completely dumping all over Tennessee all episode and then be like, yeah, it could be Tennessee. Yeah. I mean. Now they're just too It's not their fault, just injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Miracles happen, but I don't see it. It's they're they're just they're it's going they're going to fall apart coming up. It's gonna be an ugly stretch for them. But anyways, uh Nick Norman said the entire AFC are and in all caps, frauds. Every team has a bad loss. Well, just because you have a bad loss doesn't make you a fraud. Ever heard of the term any given Sunday? Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, but we all have bad losses, but I wouldn't say we're frauds. It's just Upset. one loss doesn't match the others. Upsets happen. And I mean, I, I asked him that. I was like, well, what do you, who, is, who is the best fraud out of all these? I didn't ask who's, who's for real in the AFC. They could all be frauds, but who's, who's the best fraud? If they're all frauds, which one's the best one? I mean, that's I guess he doesn't want to make a choice. He is a Steelers fan, so that may it makes sense that he's a little salty because everybody well, sucks. He I can sucks, name a fraud team sucks. right now. I, can, I I have a I have a cup one on one or two on one in particular that plays in Pennsylvania. That's yeah. off the top of my head. I still can't believe the Steelers are in the playoff race right now. I can like believe. you. Well, they are right now, but flash forward a few weeks. I you know, hold on. What what's their remaining schedule? Do we know? Nope. I could look at it right now. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm googling it. I'm 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 at it. I found it. All right. Uh, so up next, they have the Bengals. That's a loss. They have the Ravens. That's a loss. <laughs> they have the Vikings. That's a loss. They have the Titans. I think they could win that game. Chiefs. That's a loss. The Browns. That's a toss up. Ravens, that's a loss. Yeah, so can somebody say fraud? There were some of them are rivalry games, so we don't know how they'll end up. Just like Tennessee and the Texans, that's a rivalry game. All right, fair they, enough. They face they face the Ravens twice. Maybe they could beat them. I you you said it's a rivalry win. game, so it could happen. Some play, especially in that, in well, that crazy division. Especially in that crazy division, it feels like. They always play – all those police teams play up to their competition, especially in that division. I don't know yeah. what they have against each other, but they hate each other. We don't like each other. It's always been that way. Yeah. We hate everybody in our division. We don't play favorites. Maybe the most, maybe the most competitive division in all of football in the past few years. It feels like they're, it's always close. And yeah. everybody's in the playoff picture right now. I mean, anyways, yeah, so – yeah, the Ravens and Bengals are actually, if ended today, would be in the playoffs, and the Browns and the Steelers are in the hunt. Anyways, we are reaching the end of our show. We do want to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. We will be sure to give you pl- guys plenty of content for Thanksgiving Day football, including some food content, because you know that is, of course, important, given that this is a holiday basically almost about food. I mean, obviously, you want to be thankful, but food the main selling point oh, is yeah. that grub. Food and football, mm-hmm. one of my favorite holidays, man. What are do, so before we end? What are what are what are we doing for Thanksgiving? What are some of our traditions? Watching football, eating food. You know, like I just said, food and football. Also, before we go, there's something I'd like to bring up. Adam, maybe you've heard of this. Being a Pats fan, Justin, you probably might have heard. But Matt Judon, the star edge rusher of the Patriots, does not like mac and cheese. This isn't And new. Mac Jones does not like pie, be it apple, pecan, or pumpkin. This hurts my soul a little bit, considering I just got a Mac Jones jersey. But you know what? It, it's fine. It's fine. I'll, I'll let them have their opinion, because apple pie is not for everyone. I'm not a big pecan pie fan. Talk about pumpkin pie like that is disrespectful. And Judon, buddy, I love you, but do not talk that way about mac and cheese. That's that's just wrong. He just said it was just cheese and noodles. <laughs> but it still slaps. Yeah, he, he just doesn't like it. I mean, Baltimore like, has known about that for a minute now. Why? 
I just I find that take blasphemous. But because he's a patriot, yeah, I'll let it slide. You said you wait a second. Wait a second. You you voted on my poll when I asked how do people feel about apple pie, and you said it's not. You said you gave me thumbs down. Wait, what? I did. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. Okay, I'll bro. I won't cap. I can see how you would like apple pie, but that was an accident. So what did what what do you think about apple pie? I think the I, I think mean, the people need to know. Okay, honestly, I'm not crazy about it, but I will not turn it down. I do like it. It's not my favorite pie, personally. I'm a pumpkin pie supremacist, but I do like apple pie. I won't lie. I'm not a pecan pie fan. That's just a me thing. But I like apple. But I love pumpkin. So yes. I, I accidentally voted no. I'm sorry. I thought I voted yes. But in all fairness, I do like apple pie. Pumpkin so. pie is the greatest dessert of all time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, you know, that's discussion for another episode. Where I'm not ready to do that. I'm te- it is. It is. Justin, what, what's your favorite? I, I, I'd tell you, but I can't say it on air. Oh, say dear. It. I can't. It's one of those pies. Oh god damn you. it! Oh, <laughs> Shut up! No. This is supposed to be a family podcast. This is you don't know what I am talking about. So <laughs> you have no idea how many swear words I have to I have to cut out in editing all the episodes because Justin can't can't keep it professional when he talks I, about his ravens, and listen. now we we now we can't even keep it professional talking about pies. I kept it professional. You guys kept on insisting I talk about it. I was like, mm. I, I didn't say anything. <laughs> All right, guys. Ju- Adam, you want to close this out? Yeah, well, let's let's close this out before he says something else stupid. I didn't say uh, anything. I didn't say anything. Every other time you talk about our Ravens on the podcast, I have to go and find wherever you put it, wherever you set, drop an F-bomb or an S-bomb. And I, do you know how much longer that takes? Just a few extra minutes. About like 15, 20 extra minutes because finding those words are like finding a needle in a haystack. So that means it only happens every so often. That's it. That's all. It's, it's all that is enough. All right. Anyways, let's 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 end it. Let's end this. All right. That'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Spotify, Spreaker, and Google Podcast. Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at FumbleRooski underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Have a happy Thanksgiving and over and out. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.